No human society exists without booze or religion. That's why I drink religiously. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. It's maybe the best line in the movie. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's actually probably the best line in this movie. Uh, if you're hearing our voices, it means it's time for It's This Meets That podcast. We watch terrible movies so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. And I'm Jared. Last week, we kicked off a new movie, The Darkest Hour, uh, with a trailer mm-hmm. trash session episode. This episode is going to be part one of our kind of in-depth breakdown. Um, before we get into it, though, Jared, let's let's want to recap us on what The Darkest yeah. Hour is all about. The Darkest Hour and a Half. Uh, <laughs> As we as we as we will probably make that joke a hundred more times, because <laughs> uh, it's it's bad. Yeah. Um, so in Moscow, five young people lead the charge against an alien race who have attacked Earth via our power supply. Hmm. Now that I've seen it, hmm. it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> Is it? Are they? Could they attack via the power supply, or are they attacked Earth for the power supply? I think it's for the power supply. Uh, yeah, and that, uh, yeah, I mean, I was the only thing I was thinking was what if they're saying like the core of the earth is its power supply, and so they were trying to extract because I don't know, like, I feel like they were doing some core of the earth stuff at some point, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that might be it. it either way, it's wicked stupid. It's very, it's, it's very stupid. It's very stupid. Yeah. It's um, frustrating. So now that we've seen the movie, what do uh, your expectations from the trailer meet exceeded. Uh, yeah, I'm about as frustrated as I expected. <laughs> um, there were uh, lots of credits, like I had hoped. So <laughs> I don't want to watch this again. <laughs> yeah, and and to give you an idea, I mean, we we so we use Rotten Tomatoes to kind of give us a radar. It's it's sitting at twelve percent, so it's it's not not yeah, that it's good. Right there with Hot Tub Time Machine two. <laughs> Which I would gladly watch again. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. This it definitely uh, met my my expectations of being bad. So I think we're on a we're on a good start there. Um, it and it's an hour. It's only like an hour and twenty nine minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, but there is definitely in the middle of the the, the act two, whatever. Definitely, it mm-hmm. starts dragging. It's just like. Ugh. It feels yes. like a two-hour, like plus long movie. It's just like, what's going on? Can we just move on here? More than that, I thought. It, I thought this movie just kept going. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, man. I would. There's so many, so many of our movies I would watch, like, like twice more before this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, likewise, likewise. This is pretty bad. I watched so- Contrageist again. That was terrible. <laughs> Oof, that was painful. I don't know. That's a, you now you're, you're pushing it now. I hate this movie. <laughs> We're already there. We haven't even started. You're already there. I know. Um, so quick info on this. So a lot of little things going on in this movie. So yep. a, lot of, a lot of content right here. So directed by Chris Gorak. This is only his Ooh. second movie he's, he's did, made. Did not direct Wanted. <laughs> Did not direct Wanted, which is that's an important thing to to note because in the trailer it says this movie is presented by the director of Wanted, right? Uh, who the director of Wanted is? I'm gonna I'm gonna screw this last name up pretty bad here, but it's Timur. Yeah, no, go for it, Beck Mumbatova. Beck yep. Mumbatov. Uh, apologies to our Kazakh listeners. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I butchered that. But anyways, he just produced it. He didn't direct it, so. 
They're just trying to pull a little, um, I don't know, fast yeah. one on the air. So, so Chris what did Gorak, Chris Gorak do? Yeah. So Chris, so he directed um, this kind of like small, um, uh, like single location movie back in 2006 called um, Right at Your Door. And I think it was like kind of like a like a like a pandemic spore or something going on outside the world, but it was like a couple mm. I think trapped inside their home. Like um, the happening? <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah, sure. <laughs> Except they were trapped inside of a house. Okay, okay. And I think the idea was that um, it was like a small single location movie, and like you know, he, I haven't seen it, but I heard it was it was you know good for what it was. Um, okay. And then five years later, he does he does this. <laughs> what a weird list of credits! Like looking at like the other things he's done. So he's the production designer on uh, Lords of Dogtown. Yep. It, like that's that skateboarding movie, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> with Emil Hirsch. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, we've talked about on, on this podcast before, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, we, we talked about Emil Hirsch being in Lords of Dogtown. <laughs> yeah. I may have Pleasure edited nature, it. Probably. <laughs> I may have edited it at some point, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're doing it again. So <laughs> happening. And then Blade Trinity. Listen to Force of Nature. Yeah. And then he was a production, yeah, production designer in Blade Trinity. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I don't know what the clearing is. I'm assuming that was not yeah. popular or good. No, no clue. <laughs> So he takes his leap into into directing, but it's like 2006. He directed something that was decent, apparently, and then this he gets and does, and it's yeah. this. Yeah, I don't, sorry, Chris. Dumb. Keep keep terrible. Keep, keep poking. Keep going. But he hasn't directed anything since, so it's been ten years. So maybe he's great. Retired maybe, finally. Yeah, he's retired. Maybe he's moved on. I don't know. He's got nothing else going on here. So I hope he got a job doing anything else that's not directing movies. <laughs> and I hope he's enjoying it. Uh, I don't hope he's enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're headed, we're headed, we're headed there already. I'm a, um, I think I'm at the point of wishing bad things on Chris Gorak. <laughs> Do you want to be on the podcast? Just let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> what are you up to? Um, so screenwriters, so this is another interesting group of, of, of folks here. So screeners, we have John Spates, Leslie Bohm, and M.T. Ahern. M.T. Ahern has done nothing else. This is the only thing they've done. Yeah. So it might just be like a, a pseudonym. <laughs> yeah, it totally is, right? Like a, for someone else who wrote the story. I don't know. Again, it's amazing that it takes like three people to write stories like this because it, it, it's copy paste from another movie that's already existed. Well, um, so you have to wonder, or at least I always wonder in situations like that, is it is it somebody wrote it first and it was bad enough that they were like, we need someone else to fix this. Yeah, and then they yeah, screwed it up more. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we got to get John Spates in here. <laughs> That's actually, yeah, I think that's pretty common, right? Where someone, they're listed as a credit for the original story or whatever, you know, and then yeah. it wasn't good. And then someone else comes in and does their draft and then another one person comes in, and does their draft. It's artist foul all over again. Yeah. So then, uh, so Cohen kind of moving up the list here. So Leslie Bohm, this is a fun one. So she, she has been around for a long time. Late 80s kind of get it, got her start on Nightmare Elm Street 5. Whoa, I don't uh, think I saw that one. Yeah, in 89, right? And did, then, did you see that one? <laughs> no. And then uh, 93, Nowhere to Run, which is, I think, a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, which I've definitely oh, seen. Your, your favorite. Yep. JCVD, man, all day long, Nowhere to Run. Mm -hmm. um, and then she did two more movies in the late 90s. Daylight. My favorite. Still, oh. Yep, she, she did Daylight in, uh, with Sylvester Stallone, the Trapped okay. in a Tunnel movie. And then she did uh, Jared's favorite, Dante's Peak. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Amazing. Pierce Brosnan's best movie. Which far. definitely came up in uh, Lava Lanchula, which everyone should go listen to that episode. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. Doing a lot of self-promotion in this episode. I like big, it. Big time. Um, so she, also she had, worked on, uh, worked on Chris Gorak's taken TV miniseries there. Oh uh, yeah. Look at that. The, huh. the whole, the whole connection comes back. So, yeah. and she's got a bunch of, you know, other TV series stuff. So she's been working for a long time. Okay. Good for her. Gainfully employed. So then we move on to the third writer of this and it's John Spates. Now this is a fun one because this is his first screenplay he's done. Is this movie Joe's. Darkest Hour, right? Then so his next next movie he worked on the next year is Prometheus. Yeah, which how what? What? <laughs> oh, you've wrote, you've written you've written an alien Asian play, you know, invasion flick, plenty you <laughs> Yeah. Does not track. <laughs> right? Um and then four years later he worked on Doctor Strange. Which unbelievable. Like that's that's probably he probably made a bucket of money on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he moved up again to 2016. He did, uh, same time he did passengers, which I have not yeah. seen, but you've seen said it was you know huge. Yeah, yeah. That was big budget. Um, and then you've kind of, he, he did a couple of things, you know, obviously I've never heard of these things and he did the mummy 2017, the Tom Cruise, you know, reboot of the mummy. Did you and see that? I did not. I did not. Did you? No. Um, and then four years later, he's, he, I, he, he's worked on a screenplay for Dune. Like, yeah. like the most anticipated so <laughs> sci-fi movie, like, like of all time right now. <laughs> yeah, he's attached. He's attached to a reboot of Dune, a reboot of Van Helsing, <laughs> and and some Justice League movie, like Justice what? League Dark. Like, what is it? I don't get it. I'm just Undeserved. hoping. I'm just hoping the ten years from the Darkest Hour, he's learned a lot because. I hope. Well, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> So that's 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 uh, that's what we got for the the crew of of um, screenwriters here. So mm-hmm. uh, moving on. So actors, this again an, another uh, mixed bag of actors. So we have Emil Hirsch, who plays who Sean. Was I thought was good in Force of Nature. Like as far as Force of Nature goes, being you know as horrendous as it was, Emil Hirsch was the best part, right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think. At this point, I've seen Emil Hirsch in enough things where I think he he's not a good actor. He's just right. Emil Hirsch. <laughs> you know, he's he's a Wendy's hamburger. He's got the hamburger head. Yep, a hamburger head, and he's just I'm Emil Hirsch, and I'm here. And it's like, oh hey, it's Emil Hirsch. Yeah, well established. Yeah, you know, like I I just don't. He doesn't. He's. It's just like, oh, there's. Hey, Girl it's Next me. Door. I'm in movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here he is in, in Girl Next Door. Cool. That's Emil Hirsch. Oh, here he is in this movie. It's Emil Hirsch. Like yeah. he's not. He's nothing special. But you know, like, he ends up in these movies. Uh-huh. So, hey, Emil Hirsch, you are special. Don't let Russ tell you otherwise. <laughs> Don't listen to Jared. <laughs> um, and then we get Olivia Thurlby who plays Natalie. She nothing. She hasn't been really much that I know of. Um, yeah, this is probably a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh Max Minghella, Minghella, Minghella. Uh-huh. He he's plays Ben, who is uh Emil Hirsch's buddy. Um he's been in a handful of things. He was in um the new spiral movie, apparently. The Saw spinoff with, yeah, Chris that Rock, sounds with Chris Rock. Like a movie. <laughs> um Rachel Taylor, she's Anne, she's Natalie's uh friend. Rachel Taylor now, she was in the very first Transformers back in two thousand seven. Okay. And then fast forward to a couple of years ago and she plays um, Jessica Jones friend, uh, Trish Walker, which is that show is, I really enjoyed that show. It's, it's pretty great. So yeah, it's been on my list for a while. Yeah, definitely. Were the first seasons 
gory, but great. Okay, interesting. Um, so she, yeah, so she's in this. <laughs> um, then we get Joel Kinnaman, who you has, hate. Uh, I don't recognize. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, got a face you, you love to hate. Um, he plays Skyler, who's um, I guess like a a buddy of. Ben and Sean's of some sort or whatever, investor in there. Yeah, yeah whatever. Some doesn't matter. Bit business douche, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last kind of like main character we have is, and hopefully I get this right, I did pretty well beforehand, mm-hmm. but yeah, Veronica Vernadskaya? Vernadskaya? I think that's good, yeah. Pretty good, right? She plays Vika, and she's important in the second half Vika? of the movie. Vika, dude, come on. Oh, Vika, yeah, Vika, okay. <laughs> I'm going to screw that up. That's Okay. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's the gang. Uh, there's other people, but it doesn't matter. Um, yep. production budget box office. So this is a fun one. So production budget of this movie was $34 million, $34,800,000. Unbelievable. Like on what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have bankable stars in this one. That's what I'm like. I don't get it. Yeah. It's the, it's the travel to Russia. <laughs> yeah. You guess you're right. <laughs> Now hold on to your your armchair there. Hold on to your to your you know your socks because you ready for the breakdown of how much money this movie made? I'm not wearing socks, Russ. <laughs> hold on to your sandals because <laughs> they're about to pop off. <clears throat> Give it to me. <laughs> this movie worldwide globally made sixty four million dollars. What? How? <laughs> when? <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know. I just did some, <laughs> some, did some quick math here. That's almost 18,000 fanatics. How? I have no idea. So the breakdown for this is, um, so because like now we got really interested in this. So domestically it made 21 million, internationally it made 41 million, and then it did almost 10 million in just DVD sales. Truly unbelievable. Like home market stuff. So um yeah and that's uh it's like a dollar bin kind of movie (laughs) yeah 100 percent. this is this is so mind-blowing um this movie made a lot of this made did very well for the budget (laughs) fine (laughs) and somehow the director of it hasn't worked since (laughs) yeah weird weird how that works weird how that works (laughs) yeah it's been 10 years huh (laughs) yeah uh, Long so 10 years for Chris Gorak. <laughs> so that wasn't so much quick info because there was, I think, a lot of interesting tidbits in here, a lot of interesting things behind the scenes of yeah. actors and writers and directors and what's going on there. So right. um, the Slowest info we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, slow info. And I think this might be, this might be the most um, profitable movie we've watched. Uh, probably, actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe Artist yeah, Foul. Well, that, because, one, that was directed to direct Disney Plus, so... We have no idea. And probably wasn't. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. And, there, and the, the budget on that was probably, I mean, it was three times this, right? At least four times, maybe. Yeah. Probably, like, I bet like Little Italy was probably like the most profitable movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> besides besides this one, right? <laughs> like in like like a budget to revenue like ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Anyway. All right, so there you go. So let's move on. So we get um, Hollywood Pitch. What do you got? Okay, so do you remember uh, <laughs> 80s movie uh, Pulse? No. You never saw that one? I don't think so. Uh, no. Who's in it? Lawrence Lawrence Brothers, jo- Joey and Matthew. <laughs> uh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> <Both> the- <laughs> don't whoa me. 
Yeah. Uh, you can't mention the Lawrence brothers and not get a whoa. Come on. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Both the Lawrence, well, both the good Lawrence brothers. I know there's other ones. There's like 15 uh, of them, isn't there? <laughs> there's too many. Yeah. Uh, and then no one else that I have ever like has gone on to do anything as far as I know. I don't know if you know, you know, Roxanne Hart. No. Yeah, me neither. Okay. So, uh, oh, okay. Wait, best known for her role in Highlander. So that makes sense. <laughs> like the original uh, anyway. Highlander? Like the original Highlander? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the movie? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That movie. Yeah, no, me too. But I I couldn't name actors from that movie. <laughs> no, I mean, other than Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery. Right. Yeah, no. It's, right. Yeah, everyone else is a. <laughs> it should be. It should. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Pulse. Uh, if you haven't, since you haven't seen it, basically, uh, it's the only other movie I could think of that has an electricity monster. It's <laughs> uh, uh, so like the premise. The premise is stupid. It's like um, there's a electric pulse on the loose. Uh, that's, that's like <laughs> the end. Uh, yeah, it's there's like there's a there's an aggressive uh like electric like intelligence, I guess, um okay. in in like the California electrical grid. <laughs> uh and it goes from like house Classic. to house and then like uh you know makes people like kill themselves or like mm. takes over an appliance and kills them, you mm. know, like all that kind of fun stuff. Um right. And so uh yeah, yeah, it's real bad, it's awful. <laughs> But way better than this movie, but not but, still not good. But not good, yeah. Yeah, so it's Pulse uh, meets Hungerford. <laughs> and the reason love, why I say Hungerford. Love, love the use of a movie we've done. I love it. Yeah. Go, yeah, again, more self-promotion. Go listen to the Hungerford episode. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It's um, good for your ears. Yeah, good for your ears. That was recent. Uh, and <laughs> that like, that one mostly because, one, it's, it's a you know kind of a horror movie that's not scary which yep. is the same as this. There's nothing scary about this movie at all. No. Um, no. And I know it wasn't, it's not billed as a horror movie, but like it had moments where they kind of tried to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also another movie that felt way longer than it is. Mm-hmm. And nothing happens. Like there's like no plot. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Those are all, those are all valid points. Yeah. Thank you. I bet. <laughs> And anytime I can talk about Matthew Lawrence, um. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mean that's a that's a first I think on the uh, on the show. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to Matthew Lawrence. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, I guess I can insult you, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to. I like Matthew Lawrence. No, yeah, I got, no I got no problems. I wonder who he's up to these days. Yeah, good on board meets world. Yeah, yeah, great on it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, hmm. okay, <laughs> that's good. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, what what do you got for me? <laughs> All right, um, I went big here. I went big, big. You ready for okay. this? Sure. Uh, War of the Worlds meets Speed. Ooh, and I'm gonna call. It, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it how you, the way you hate uh, mm-hmm. meets Speed One. <laughs> nice. I don't hate that. Tyus hates that. Oh, say say say. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Tyus. I'm yep. sorry for Russ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So War of the Worlds meets Speed One. Um, I'm going War of the Worlds because Alien kind of invasion thing. Uh, even though the aliens were on the planet, sure. Uh, but you know but the aliens in that were good. <laughs> yeah, the aliens were very good in that. That movie was. I really like that movie. Um, sure. Yeah. And um, mostly because the first time someone dies in this movie, it reminded me of how people get zapped in that movie. And they just turned to dust. Remember, like they, they get. Oh yeah. They get zapped and their clothes are just there, and there's like dust kind of floating around. You talking about the the Tom Cruise one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so World of Worlds meets Speed, and then Speed just because I don't know. There's a big bus situation at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what. <laughs> that's it. That is the only connection. <laughs> it's I actually now that you're saying that I almost uh, I think I might have written in my notes somewhere I was like this is like speed because <laughs> like, of the the bus is out of control yeah <laughs> she okay. can't stop it and she's trying to get yeah. around curves and she, and there's you know she's driving the bus and he's in the back fighting aliens and I was like this is yeah. uh, yeah. oh you're you're right that's a good one so that's <laughs> oh, it great great work team yeah I think that I feel good about that I feel about good about yeah. all that all around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get into fast facts. This is gonna be quick because there's only a couple of them here. Yeah, fact me. Not a lot of good stuff here. Um, so this movie was <laughs> shot in 3D, um, and as opposed to being uh, converted, like post conversion. Okay. Which is I guess usually, cool. usually movies. Which it, they should have just done that. I don't know why they like. Usually, you shoot <laughs> in 3D with the intention of doing things that are like purposely 3d but there was not really a lot of things in this movie that was would be worthwhile having in 3d i mean if you were wondering where 30 million dollars went <laughs> that's <laughs> that. you're right that is <laughs> they're like oh you know what we need 3d cameras yeah no you don't <laughs> yeah so there's there's 25 million <laughs> yeah, yes well <laughs> we gotta re, we gotta recoup this somehow <laughs> and they did and they did and they did and they did so the yeah, plan worked um okay they also had a planned two-week break uh, in the okay. middle of, of production um, because I guess there was some crazy air pollution thing going on from wildfires that were surrounding Moscow in 2010. Interesting. Oh, so that's... They, they had like a planned like uh, like two-week break between in middle of production. And it was so bad. Apparently, the air pollution was so bad. There was, they actually, some of it carried over into some of the scenes they shot and they had to digitally remove it. Oh, interesting. Why not just keep that's it? That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, but why not just keep it? <laughs> yeah, it would have helped probably. It would have helped. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> so then you wouldn't have to use shitty CG to everything else. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Huh. Yeah, and then the last one, um, the crew, because uh, they, they shot most of this, I think all of it in, like, in Russia, um, thanks to Tamer there, the director of, of Wanted, who presented this movie. Um, the, right. the crew is luckily like thanks thank you thank you for this I, yeah I thank appreciate you it. yeah thank you <laughs> um the crew is split up to 30 percent american 70 percent russian so oh neat yeah that's kind of fun yeah that's it those are fast right yeah that was pretty fast <laughs> <laughs> why not lived up to its name for a change right? slow 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 info and fast facts yeah, the only other thing I was going to call it, there was a there's a really funny goof uh, that someone that I I've dug up on the internet. Um, yeah, and I mean we could talk about it when we get to the end, but there's apparently a okay. really uh, like the planet is supposed to be kind of you know ravaged, and there's not a lot of survivors, right? Sure. The very end uh, when they're uh, spoilers, by the way, uh, when they're climbing mm-hmm. onto the submarine, <laughs> there's an apartment building in the background, and on the top floor you can see people walking around on the balcony. <laughs> sick <laughs> nice nice very nice it's like no wait there's more survivors go get them <laughs> uh, yeah, i mean yeah clearly because they i mean and spoilers but like they go out of their way to to bring back one person who doesn't matter at all mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why not those people on the balcony yeah because they're, okay. like, they're not uh, supposed to be there um so that's it so i don't know you you want to you want to get into this you ready i guess so <laughs> Yeah, well, do we have to? <laughs> yeah, but no. I mean, we could just stop it now. And just be like, you know what? 
Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Spe- a very, a very, a very special that this meets at. Yeah, we'll see you for part two. Yeah, it's <laughs> we'll only just jump in halfway through. <laughs> it's only twenty minutes long. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna go through this gruelingly, and you have to, yep. you have to, you have to. We're gonna hold your hand through this whole situation. You have to listen. Yeah, you have to listen. You're in Perfect. too far. All right, so let's do it. it. Um, So opening credits, it opens up with our, you know, legit companies here. We get Summit, we get Regency, all legit, right? I was about to say no money laundering here, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, We got some listeners in Russia. (laughs) Uh, If you're out there, tell us what you think about (laughs) where where the $30 million went on this movie. (laughs) I don't think they're going to tell us. (laughs) Probably not. No, and we just alienated them. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think we, if we have some men show up at our doors in tracksuits who don't speak English, we might have a problem. Oh, good. I started alienating them and you finish. <laughs> hey, you know, set and spike. That's how you do it. Perfect. That's how you do in Top Gun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, the, vo- the famous volleyball movie. Yep. <laughs> that happens to have jets in it. <laughs> Russians in that too. All right, um, so oh. <laughs> all comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, I kind of like the way they did the credits with um, the like the Russian and turning it into English. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, yeah, so like they're showing the credits, little characters' names, stuff like this, and it starts out in Russian, and then like does like a switch over translation to English, which I was like kind of laughed at, it, but I was like, yeah, it's kind of fun, whatever. The old um, switcheroo. And then there's like a, a, and during the credits, there's like this animation of like a galactic map, I guess. Right, it was like a yeah, weird, and it was like, like there were stars, and I don't know what exactly. Sci-fi. Was, I don't know what exactly was trying to. It was just saying maybe this is where these things are coming from. I don't know. Oh, you're giving it way too much credit. I think. <sighs> All right. Look, this is a space movie. Yeah, space. That's a good point. Um, Asthma sorted space. <laughs> taking a his quick step back. Why is it called the darkest hour? Because uh, it's dark. Everything's dark. But for longer than all the hour. lights. For All the lights than, go up for longer than an hour, right? Maybe that's some weird. I, uh, I think it's well, it's a play on you know talking about like the darkest hour of like humanity, you know, like yeah, okay, the darkest. It's it's a it's a play on words, Russ. Thanks, I'm too stupid for that shit. So okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's why, why I, I'm here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The darkest hour is expression. I just, look, I just look at the clock and try to keep things moving. And I'm bad at that too. Um, so then we're zooming. <laughs> then we start zooming in on earth. Uh, and then we're zooming in on a plane. Yeah. Which I got a goo for you. Um, yeah. Did you notice uh, the, the many different planes we get in this scene? <laughs> yeah. It kind of jumps from like a 737 to like something else. Right. To a, a giant plane. Like, yeah. a, like a 777 or something. Uh, and then when it lands in a in a in a few minutes, it's another different plane. A different. <laughs> like, why? Why would you switch planes three times? Just pick the one that works that you need, and just like the easiest way to do any kind of consistency. <laughs> like, anyway, you have to like actively uh, try to do that differently. <laughs> oh my god! So um, now we're in the plane ride, um, and. Immediately, we're we're on Emil and his buddy here, so Sean and Ben, right? Mm-hmm. Um, l- either lucky enough to have three seats where no one's sitting in the middle of the seat, or did they buy <laughs> yeah. the entire row? <laughs> like it's 2011. It's not like this is like 
why would there be empty planes? <laughs> right. Like every other seat is taken except for this one in between them. So, yeah. um, and everyone's kind of sleeping, whatever. Emil's sitting there playing video games on his phone. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, why is he playing a Dora the Explorer game? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And I was like, is that, is that a Dora the Explorer the game? I don't know. It looked like a shooter of some sort. I was like, is that what it is? But I'm so confused. Yeah. I, yeah. I was confused too. I was like, is this going to be important to, to no. anything? Nope. Um, and then we get a flight attendant comes over and tells him he's got his, he's got to shut off his phone. I think he, she even says, <laughs> she says, I've already asked you to do this once. I think. I think so. Well, they just had the announcement over the radio that was like, everyone turn off your, turn off your right. devices. Uh, and she's just doing her job and telling him like, Hey, can you shut that off? Cause it, you know, messes with the plane's navigation system. And right. immediately Emil goes into mansplaining douchey rant about Ooh. how, does it really? Uh, I was immediately like, I want this plane to crash and hopefully only he dies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's going on his douchey rant about how like, you know, everyone thinks that everyone's like, yeah, I, you know, why are you making me shut off my phone? Right. But anyway. Yeah. So irritating. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then great, uh, way to, great way to intro your, I mean, I guess like, okay, we're supposed to, he's going to grow and become someone we actually care about. But I was like, nah, I don't think so. No. Yeah. And think. then weirdly, like this is another like trope that I hate of like, he's being, re- he's being a huge jerk. And then she starts like kind of flirting with him. <laughs> like, like, Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like have some self-respect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like kid, put the, f- Put, put your door of the Explorer video game away. What are you, 30? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And she's in, uh, if, that's when he does the the line where he's like, yeah, because uh, she's got her arms crossed because she's angry at him. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, uncross your arms if you agree, if you if you disagree with me. And she smiles. kept her arms crossed and, and was like, smiles and it's like, yeah. it's stop it. <laughs> garbage. Mm-hmm. Which, which one of you three writers put that in there? Anyway, so, um, and then all of a sudden the power goes on the plane. Yep, suddenly, and everything's fine. And then it's back. <laughs> like, I also hated that because it's it's very heavy-handed, like beating you over the head with like, oh, I bet power is going to be important in this mm-hmm. movie <laughs> since you read the description. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get it. Save it. <laughs> Got it. Um, and then we're powers back on a plane. They land in a different plane. Um, and then we're in the yep. airport. Uh, and I guess this was kind of just to give you an idea between Ben and Sean, like who they are and how they know each other and like how close they are, I guess. I don't know. It was like a really quick scene and like they're suited up and clearly Emil is Emil's character. Sean is like a schlub. He's got like, you know, coming out of right. the bathroom, he's putting his suit over his shirt and he's got a hole in his jacket and doing some Sharpie business on his yeah, jacket there, which, uh, yeah. Um, so it's like, like clearly the hole. <laughs> yeah. I, like I didn't get that. <laughs> I didn't either. And then clearly he's just doesn't have his shit together and okay. Got it. Um, oh. and then, uh, then they're in a cab ride and there's, I don't know what this music was, but yeah, well, also for the for the listeners, Russ and, we're, Russ and I were talking about it right before this, but like they, I don't think we know their names until maybe halfway through the movie. <laughs> like we're yeah. calling them Ben and Sean, but like we have no clue who they are until way later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, any character's name you don't know until, yeah, much, much, much later until the movie. I had yeah. no idea his name was Sean. I had no idea his name was Ben. Yeah. Yeah, there's so little character development, you don't even get to know their names. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah it's pretty it's pretty bad um anyway so then so we yeah, they're in a cab yeah they like cue some music i don't know what what this music was um oh, it's russian music i was into it uh okay that makes sense they're, um, they're trying to again they're trying to spoon feed to you everything in this movie so they're like we're in russia we're in russia we're in russia don't forget we're in russia right come visit <laughs> come visit the motherland um so they're right going to cab right through moscow and then bunch of expositions why they're in moscow right so apparently they built an app or ben well, had an idea for an app or something yeah well there's a bunch of exposition but i also didn't get it like they were talking about I, it was exp- expansion plans for something yeah and I, was, I don't i didn't get it either it was it wasn't it, yeah because like basically they came up with this app that which ben throws like in a two sentence line he talks about it's called globetrot right Right. Yep. And the app is supposed to f- help you find the hottest clubs in town. Is that, uh, was that what it was? It was? I thought, so I, I, okay. I wasn't sure because I couldn't tell if it was finding hot clubs or if it was supposed to be a hookup app for foreigners in, in foreign, foreign cities. cities. That makes sense. <laughs> like, I mean, either way. Like, right. So it's like finding the hottest clubs. And either way. Hottest, it's, yeah. it's stupid. Yes. <laughs> But it works in a BlackBerry, which, by the way, lots of Blackberries in this movie. <laughs> yeah, shout out to BlackBerry out there. You know, second movie we've we've you know talked about Blackberries are huge. Yeah, they're doing big five G things. I don't know, man. I'm I'm hot on BlackBerry now. They're coming back. Five <laughs> G baby. It's all about the five. You got your you got your vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. You're fine. Yeah, it's that kind of podcast now. <laughs> So they've built this app apparently and um, they're heading to Russia to go to, to expand into Moscow and get more funding, which now it's like, Oh, you're going to get that Russian money. Um, Sorry. Wait for the record. Uh, I also got a vaccine. <laughs> I'm pro I'm pro vaccine. I don't want people to think that we are that kind of podcast actually. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Definitely we're, yeah, we're all vaccinated. I'm, 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 I'm backpedaling on that one. Go get your vaccine. It's good for all, everyone. Do it. <laughs> yes. ITMT is is yeah. strong supporters of vaccinations. Go get them. Yeah. We've we've had I'll say lots of weird I say lots of weird things on the show, but <laughs> that's not what I want to let slide. <laughs> Yeah, nice, nice backpedal, bud. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, leave, don't edit that out. <laughs> we'll see. My fate is in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> so they're they're software designers. I guess, right? Software designers. Is it, so is a term. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Is it like less talented engineers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's a job description anywhere. Um, and then we get a good funny line where he's like, and we learn more about characters, right? So mm-hmm. Emil Hirsch, I don't know how this transaction happens, but he's just like, hey, have I ever let you down? And Ben's like, yeah, 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 you have. It's not funny. It's sad. It's super <laughs> sad, but I was laughing. I was like, oh, that's pretty cold. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So this kid, I, this kid sucks. I noted that too. I was like, what a weird heart to heart. Like, oh, Ben's Ben let down at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they've known each other long enough to let each other down. Um, yeah. And then uh, they pull up to office building. Emil, teamwork makes mm-hmm. a dream work, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they head into the office building, and we get him, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but I also don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> after after this movie, <laughs> right? You can see his face, and you're just like, 
uh, he's got like a real like punchable like Draco, face. Val- Draco Malfoy <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah, like like I just want to punch him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, Hollywood needs that. Um so mm. they walk in and this board meeting or this this funding meeting is already happening, right? Yeah. Joel Kinnaman's like, whoa, 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 what are you boys doing here? You know? And um basically it looks you didn't like get my email. Yeah, it looks like yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't check your your Blackberry. <laughs> no, we were on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> to here. Yeah, for this. Even though even though he was in the cab, like flipping through his Blackberry phone and like looking at the right. app, and then like, yeah. well, you didn't see the email? Come on. No, he's too busy looking for uh, sexy singles in his area. <laughs> Via Globetrot. Um, yeah. So it basically looks like Joel stole their idea. Yep. And then we get a great line here, right? Great exchange of a couple great. lines here, right? It's not yeah, great. They're but, not great. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. I'm saying that, you know. Yep. <laughs> so then Joel, Joel, Joel Kinnaman says to them, Skylar, right? He says, um, yeah, maybe next time you should send an NDA. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which to Emil Hirsch responds, "You mean the non douchebag disclosure <laughs> agreement?" Which, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Awful. Oh my god! Yeah, classic. Uh, classic Russians stole their app. <laughs> no offense yeah. to our Russian listeners. <laughs> hey, that's business, you know. Um, <laughs> And then we learn uh, Joel Kinnaman's name. Actually, he's the only character whose name we learn immediately. <laughs> oh, wait, we do? I didn't know. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, no, I think we I think we learn it right here. His name is Skylar. Okay. I th- See, I think I was confused immediately. I thought, uh, I you know, Skylar is a uh, unisex name, but I, I, in my mind, anytime they said Skylar, they were talking about one of the women characters. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Until until about halfway through, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, he's Skyler." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so they have this 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 showdown. Skyler, Jill Kinnaman here. His character has stolen their idea. Welcome to Moscow. <laughs> Welcome to Moscow. This is how it works. So, I, okay, thing we need to point out right now, mm-hmm. he doesn't have an accent. No. Um. I picked out a little bit, but I thought it was a Russian accent. I thought he was I playing was, a Russian guy. Yeah, because he yeah. can speak Russian. He's speaking Russian to everyone else in the room, right? Right. Yep. And uh, so maybe he is. Maybe I think he's a, a Russian character. But he, so, he, but he's got like a kind of an accent, but not really here. Ish. And I don't. I think you were right at the beginning, or when we talked about me before we started recording. I don't think he. I don't. I think I don't think he is a Russian character because they comment on it later, where they're like, "Oh, at least he understands some Russian." So like I think you're right. Right. Yeah. He just has like a nondescript like European accent of some kind. <laughs> Which yeah. that's important. We want to call that because it's important because later it just disappears and he's just like from yeah. Oklahoma. And, or I don't and know. then it's comes like, back briefly and then comes, disappears it, again. It comes <laughs> back super strong in one scene. I'm like, wait, does he supposed to be have an accent? Is he supposed to be somewhere from like somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's like the Great Wall, the uh the yeah. Matt Damon one. Have you you've seen that one, right? Have we talked about the accent before? I have not watched that. Oh, lucky you. It's the accent work is truly excellent. <laughs> like it's something. It's something real special. I'm like kind of <laughs> fearful to like suggest that we watch that one for the for the show, but uh I would watch it again and it was real <laughs> bad. It was very, very bad. It could definitely be a, po- a podcast contender. <laughs> All right. To the future. All right. So add to, add to the list. <laughs> that, put it on the list. So um 
So then uh, Skylar here, he's just like, all right, I'm going to call security, get these guys out of here, you know, because that's that happens. Um, also, why are these two going to like a meeting like this for expansion? All this and like no lawyer, nothing else, just the two of them. Like, that's not this isn't how business works. Come on, grow up. I don't think it's it's one of those ones where it's like you deserve your idea to get stolen. <laughs> yes. I don't think anyone in any of these movies has like ever had a job. <laughs> I don't know. Like anyone who wrote these movies, like has never had a job other than screenwriting or, or like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's very, it's very frustrating. Just do like, just do like a, just do a slight research. Like who should be involved in a meeting and figure out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or don't like, or just assume it's a bunch of people. <laughs> There's like right. two people in the room and they're like, well, I guess we don't need you anymore. And you're like, wait, why? See ya. <laughs> Um, and then we quickly cut to just uh, the two. Well, it's, uh, they're not American girls because one of them is, I think, Australian or supposed to be from Australia. Or, or well, I think she's supposed to be British in the movie. In the movie, she is Australian in real life. Yeah. yeah. Rachel Taylor, the actress who plays Anne, who for the longest, I think, through the entire movie, is called Annie. Um, the whole movie, yeah. Who we don't <laughs> hear her name, by the way, here at all. So it's 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 um yeah it's like our two uh main leading lady characters there so olivia thoroughly and rachel taylor um mm-hmm. uh like just at, hanging at out the kremlin or something yeah <laughs> no, it's night it's nighttime they're just hanging out outside walking around and like talking and then they come across i like, guess they come at lennon's tomb taking selfies in front of <laughs> <laughs> yeah being uh-huh. being that <laughs> yeah <laughs> obnoxiousness um what was the connection did he would we should step back here because um, when he's in the cab, when Ben is in the cab, uh, by the way, yep. we don't know his name yet, but when he's flipping through his phone, he does come across one of them, right? Yeah, on on the and that's why I thought that they were that Globetrot app was a dating app and not like a club app because I think right, the, I think right. they were setting up this meeting through the app. Right, right, right. Um, that's right. Yeah, but it's important that we 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 call that out because like so he definitely like you know contacted or connected or something with her. And you could like, totally miss it. It's not very clear. Yeah, the- <laughs> and there's a whole conversation. There's a whole conversation. Emil Hirsch is like, "Why did I? Why would I come all the way to Russia just to hook up with American girls?" That's why I was like, "Oh, they're both American," and then they're not both American girls. But right. Yep. Anyways, um, so they're taking selfies and they come across the matching, and then you know they're like, "Oh, one of them's cute," and you know. And the other one's going to turn me into a human lampshade. Yeah. Like, Jesus. And immediately, so that, that's the act. <laughs> what a ruthless wow like <laughs> like tone it down annie like come on <laughs> it's not gonna be that bad yeah take a deep breath relax <laughs> which i mean you know that kind of shows her character because like, for the rest of the movie she's making decisions kind of based on it right she's very doubtful of the group later on she's kind of sure. doing her own thing she doesn't trust anyone there so mm, yeah good writing good writing yeah <laughs> i'm giving him too much credit again aren't i stop it <laughs> yeah uh and then we get some really shitty music and shots of the city again and then this well, is transition to a club. ominously birds fly away <laughs> like it's like <laughs> there's like oh like mm, i bet there's something electrical happening <laughs> somewhere right, right. <laughs> and it's like the music's like dum dum because because birds then, can sense that stuff they're dinosaurs yeah. and then it switches to the club yeah <laughs> so then we're in a club and we get some gem lines like son peep the kiosk and i was like <laughs> what what <laughs> I was like what does that mean like there, there's no kiosk i don't think in the club like like a like a kiosk where you buy something like what? 
like a key, isn't a kiosk like a banana stand? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's always like a little it's like a little station where you can purchase something, right? Goods of some sort. Kiosk. That's like what a, I thought. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Like sandwiches I, or like a snack or like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't like call that out? Is it like that didn't bother you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, I mean, it all bothered me, but no, I didn't catch that one particularly. Yeah. So the dialogue in this movie is atrocious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So. The boys are getting their drink on. They're a little saddened about their whole encounter mm-hmm. with Skylar and getting basically booted out of their own idea or right. their idea stolen. Um, Who I just called shady tech guy for the first half until I learned that that was Skylar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so Ben is kind of like playing like the straight laced uptight, you know, guy. Right. And then yeah. Emil's character is kind of like cool, calm, collected, but you know, obviously things are disorganized in his life. Yeah. It's um, a real rich, Richie and Fonzie situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he drops the old line of like, uh, cause he's, you know, his buddy Ben is so worried and he's like, Hey, he's like, why are you so cool about this? Whatever. And he's like, cause I'm used to screwing up more than you. It's like, okay. Mm. okay. All right. We get it. Yep. Um, and then it's just shots of people dance around and then yep. the guys check out, uh, checking out some lady and Skylar swoops in. Yep. Like a villain. Yep. <laughs> oh, hello, lady. I do my Ben Shapiro voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies. ladies, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, man. That guy's here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's like, oh, not interested. Go away, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, the way they all meet is so pointless and stupid in this movie. Like, none of the characters should have anything to do with each other. Yeah, because then they're all at the club, and then yeah. So then yeah, the uh, Emil and Ben they spot the two girls, and he's like, "Oh, those are two girls on the app." Yeah, and then they well, just walk over. It's so, right? it's not even an app. So this is like again, this is 2011. We had mm-hmm. smartphones. Real smartphones existed. Oh yeah, like definitely. Like I, I think 2011 was when I got. Maybe that was when I got my first Android phone. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like real smartphones exist and they're not even talking about an app. He's just like, oh yeah, the globetrot.com. <laughs> you're like, why is it the, glo-? like, are you doing a, the Facebook thing? The like, what Facebook thing. <laughs> the globetrot.com, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would also like to call out at this point, like, this is where it's very clear that the acting is very terrible. Yes. Like, yes. They have no chemistry. There's no, they don't have yeah. the chemistry they can fake. Yeah. They're just a bunch of stick figures kind of just doing things with blackberries. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, it's like reading uh, family circus, <laughs> but those characters actually have chemistry. So never mind. <laughs> um, so there is like, so there's one quick moment between Skylar and, and the boys here. They kind of face off for a bit because Skylar spots him and they talk and he's just like, oh yeah, well mm-hmm. you should have done, you know, better, better cooler. Right. And he's like, Hey, nice shirt to, to Sean, to Emil's character. And Emil's right. like, thanks. Your mom left it in my room. I'm going to turn you into lampshade. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the guys about the American girls and then they go over and talk to them. And then this just felt like such a weird interaction with the bartender. Or what, is that what we're going to? I mean, no, which, all which, of this, like the, the oh, yes. our guys and our girls finally meeting up. Right. Cause and then we got our, our pod of four. Who's going to like basically travel through the rest well, of the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's just so weird i don't know if it's the way it's shot or the dialogue or probably all of it but it's just just all of it it was confusing it was so awkward and confusing um 
and the I camera did, angles shuffled around a bunch like into in weird ways that i wasn't expecting and like yeah like the placement of everyone was just like maybe you should have figured this out differently i don't know it was really strange yeah. um and then you had some yep. really gems of lines like they're trying to order from the bartender and like yep. someone's like anyone speak like one of the girls like anyone speak russian and, and then emil's character is like yeah only what we learned from rocky four and everyone's like <laughs> laughing like that's like some big joke i'm like what what it's 2011 like these these are young people they're not they're not going to think that's funny yeah no one's <laughs> going to get that yeah uh, uh, good rocky four joke yeah like, that's like a joke i would make and maybe one other friend would, would get it and no one else would yeah. care and i'd be like yeah that's about right that sounds about right and even then they wouldn't be like laughing hysterically about it then you go ha! yeah and then leave it <laughs> yeah leave it because it's not funny you move on right <laughs> i sit there and i'm like hmm, okay well, i'll try again yeah, and then it's also I think the other thing that made the exchange really weird too that I don't know if you picked up on, but like, like we get a tiny bit of backstory from Natalie here too. Yeah, and she's no, you're she's right. She's like, she's like, yeah, I quit my job and like left a note for my mom and then ran away to Moscow to meet some guy. <laughs> like, like, like what? <laughs> like, what does that mean? What? Like, it's not like it's not like the Soviet Union. Like, you can't defect to. <laughs> To, to like what do you mean you just like you just why did you quit your job like why wouldn't you just go for a little trip or yeah, like, there's tons being, of character exposition here like yeah are they being like, sex trafficked like yeah. i don't <laughs> like, and it all unfolds be, in like a very short period of time between complete strangers like they literally just met yeah at best <laughs> well they like, met through the globetrot.com so <laughs> right right the globetrot.com um yeah. Yeah, so it's just really awkward. Uh, and like a lot of, yeah, character exposition kind of bouncing around the characters and like other characters calling out what other characters, like like what their personality or character traits are, which I was like, mm. you literally just met this person. Would you, I mean. Like, oh, you're the you're the clever one. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You're, you're, the, you're the one with a lot of anxiety. Okay, I got that covered. You're the, like, they're just. You're the saying, one who dies first. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Clearly, Emil's character has a lot of commitment issues. Cool. Guess we're calling mm -hmm. that out too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Literally, um, I think I think he says explicitly something along the lines of, "You know, you got a lot of commitment issues." <laughs> yeah, like, literally, just says it. So, a uh, quick point about this. So, I read a quick interview on uh, between um, it was with Ben, uh, the actor who plays Ben, and the actress who plays, or the actor who plays Ben and the actor who plays um, Natalie. And mm -hmm. in their interview, they were talking about like their character background stories. And apparently the mm -hmm. actors just made them all up themselves. And was like, no shit. <laughs> Got it. Like, yeah, that, that, that fills it all in. I had quit my job and ran away to Russia. <laughs> what? Okay. okay. Let's, let's get, let's get professionals yeah. in here. Um, so then. Yeah. So selfie to power outage, right? Yep, from the starts, trailer. Yep, from the trailer. So power goes out. Everyone's kind of freaking out a little bit, and then everyone. I think it just jumps right to everyone just being outside the club, right? Like mm -hmm. everyone yep. in terms of like everyone that's inside the club. We're all outside, standing yep. around. Um, like hundreds of people. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> Big then crowd. everyone's looking up in the sky, kind of like, "Oh, what's going on?" Checking the blackberries. The phones are dead because very Hungerford. A lot of blackberry shots, by the way. Um, yep. And then this is where we get like a little bit from the trailer, but this is when we get like those yellow orb, orange, yellow orb things kind of floating down from the sky and people are like kind of like mesmerized and it's like, oh, this is what's going on. Yep. You know? The last time there were good special effects in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is pretty much it. And then one drops down and kind of gets bigger. Yep. At first I thought they were really small and then it gets bigger and it like just floats in the crowd and like the crowds, you know, spreads out into like a big circle. 
Yeah, there's probably like the size of like, I don't know, like a a small, like a smart car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, about the size of a smart car. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah, I think that's a perfect analogy size. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you're not driving at the moment uh, and you don't know what a smart car is, go look it up and come back. <laughs> this is the perfect so you size. Have a, yeah, you have an idea of scale. <laughs> yes, which is important. Um, so then the crowd's kind of spread out a bit and this is, comes from the trailer as well. Right. So mm-hmm. the cop kind of pro one of the, the Russian officers approaches and he goes to poke with his baton and then boom, zap. He's just <laughs> dusted. Yep. Gonzo. Eat. Yeah. Cool. Well, except his, except his shoe and his hat. <laughs> it's the only time they do that too. The rest of the movie, anytime someone gets everything else goes right. The whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, but this time it's like, oh no, just a couple accessories. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point I was really hoping that like more people were going to get zapped. I mean, it, it, I mean, people start getting zapped, but I was like, come on, um, it wasn't enough. Yeah, you're it right. wasn't. It, it wasn't enough. more death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of up the scales of like what we're dealing with here. Uh, other yeah. cop decides to shoot it with his shoot it, mm-hmm. and this is where we get some slow mo bullet time thing, and the bullet gets dust. And I was like, oh man, are we going to get a lot of this slow mo stuff? It was the only time no. we saw it. I think. Yep. Uh, maybe one. Oh, there's time. one more slow. Yeah, there's one more later. Okay, I'm remembering exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, and then everyone goes crazy and starts running. And now people start kind of getting dusted left and right. Like, you know, yep, three of them. <laughs> yep, because that's like and then like the budget. You know, the, our crew here, our heroes, uh, they try hiding in the club uh, somewhere, and then like the thing obviously breaks down the door. Um, and this is a weird inconsistency too. Uh, so it's Emil Hirsch and some stranger that are like trying to, you know, uh, prevent the breaking down of the door here. Yeah. The electric, the electric monster busts in and then instead of vaporizing this guy, like it, it does with everyone just, else, he just gets kind of like, a little, like it looks like he might be a little bit electrocuted. Yeah. And then the body, the body just like sits there. Well, so this <laughs> is, like, this is also from the trailer too. Cause like this is where the glass wall thing was breaking. Cause like the glass right. and the door and everything else like around the door, like it all busts in. I don't know where the yeah. water came from, but then all of a sudden like the floor was like wet. Yeah. And this guy and Emil Hirsch are on the ground, like in the water. The other guy looks like he's just dead. And Emil Hirsch gets up was, I think, I don't forget who pulls him up or whatever. He gets up and gets out of the water and then the, the electric monster comes in and like electrocutes the water, which zaps the guy. Right. Stupid. <laughs> like inconsistent with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yes. Like hundred <laughs> percent. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, uh, and we get uh alien vision here. I think this is yeah, first, we get a little bit of alien. Yep. First, first alien time vision. alien vision and it looks, it looks pretty, pretty terrible. Yep. Um, uh, and then it wouldn't be Russia if people weren't throwing around <laughs> Molotov cocktails. <laughs> right. Like the whole movie, the whole movie, everyone's tossing Molotov cocktails everywhere. <laughs> Left and right, but I love it's the bartender who's just like out of nowhere. Here comes a Molotov cocktail. Um, yep. And it seems like he, it kind of distracts him a little bit and like, you know, keeps him safe. But like everyone's kind of pressed against the bar now. And then, um, yeah, the thing screams, which is like funny and weird that also doesn't really ha- happen again. <laughs> yeah, it does, right? I was like wondering what. Yeah, this was like a little chaotic. Um, yeah, like a, like a yeah, yeah. Howard, Howard Dean style. <laughs> then it like blasts the bar, right? Like trying to attack the, trying to attack the. Um, the yeah, bartender. somehow it has like blasters. Like everything, I think that they made this scene for the trailer, and then they were like, "All right, we'll come back and finish it later." And then when they came back to finish it later, they forgot what they wrote about the aliens in the first scene. Yeah, and then they because just none of these things happen ever again. No. <laughs> like nope. 
No, zero, zero consistency, consistency yep. there. So, um, and then everyone kind of spreads out and everyone's running around crazy club. Right. And then, mm-hmm. um, Skylar is with the, the pretty lady he was with before. And I, I kind of miss what happened here. Cause this comes back later, but he, so he was running down an alley, like an alleyway or whatever. And she goes into mm-hmm. a room or something and a door closes behind her. I, I missed what happened here. And this is where mm-hmm. she gets, she gets like the lasso around the neck and gets dusted. Yeah. And I think this comes, I, this comes back later on as like an emotional moment for Skylar and everyone's just kind of like, yeah, whatever you did at the club. And I was like, what is that? What did he do? Did he just, he just allowed that woman to die. I mean, he locked the door, like he locked the door in her face. Oh, uh, okay. That's yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. But, that makes sense. But still like, meh, like, I think he also yeah. just met her. It's not like they were close friends or I don't know. It didn't seem like it. So a lot of people died. Like they, all these people should be traumatized because they witnessed a lot of death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So then they end up in a, like a, a storage room or like a basement of the club, I think. Right. Yep. I think so. Yeah. And now it's like, everyone's kind of pairing off and now all of a sudden you've got, we got our two girls, we got our two guys and we got, and then Skylar kind of ends up in a situation as well. Yep. Right. Two girls, two guys and our weasel. Yeah. And our weasel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a weasel in this movie. Right. Yeah. And then this was, this was just weird. So they're down in this, this basement thing. And like, it's just like, sounds like total chaos is going on outside. Yep. Right. And it's just like, clearly things are just getting messed up. Right. And it's just like really loud and like, it was really yep. jarring the way you sh- like they was shot and it was like jumping from all the characters, like super loud. And we're just like, oh, what? Okay. So things are bad. Things are going on up there. Mm-hmm. And then it just faded out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this happens multiple times. We were just like, something's going and on. Scene. And then scene. <laughs> yeah. And it just fades to black. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's called art rest. <laughs> like what? Try it. Try it sometime. <laughs> And then it fades back in, and then we're told it's Saturday. Right. This never happens again <laughs> in the movie where it just like nope. it, it shows in the bottom of the screen where it just gives us a little thing and says it's Saturday. Yep. And they're rolling up a body. I guess someone else that was down there with them. And then it's like now this is kind of like a montage um, yep. showing like us time time passing, right? Eating canned food and like. Yeah. Then know, it's Sunday. Around. Then it's <laughs> yeah. Monday. Skylar and, and the boys are yelling at each other. Then it's yep. Tuesday. They're still trapped. Um, mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, where are they taking shits and peeing down in this basement <laughs> here? Like, well, I mean, we find out in a second here. It's been three days. Oh, do yeah. we? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a line about it. <laughs> oh man, maybe I missed that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, I think, and I think it's Wednesday, right? Where they're like, okay, we got to do something. But yeah, so yeah, so the guys start fighting with Skylar um, yeah. and and feeding the women, I guess, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Emil gives gives me gives one of them like a can of beans. He's like, here you go. Yeah, it's like it's weird. What? Okay. <laughs> and then apparently it's been 27 hours since they last heard the the things outside. Um, so they've been sitting here for like you know four days. Like we said, it's Tuesday now, and it's been a little over a day that they've heard nothing and still like did like yeah. well. Uh, and this is when they uh, Ben and Sean get in a little argument and say like, well, unless you want to stay down here pissing in tin cans forever. <laughs> so apparently they've been pissing and shitting in in the cans that they eat the beans out of. <laughs> so, okay, I mean, I guess that I, 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 I guess that kind of tracks a little bit. Sure, whatever. Uh, and then their plan is now that's quiet is they're going to head to the U.S. Embassy. Yeah, which why? <laughs> it's, it's not a good plan. <laughs> it's a terrible plan. Um, yeah. but hey, I guess it's the best you got, right? So sure. 
So they they pop open the door and they finally climb up to the upstairs of the club and you know um, mm-hmm. inside and it's a total mess. Everyone's dead. Place is trashed. Right. Yep. Start collecting some supplies. Emil Hirsch's character grabs a bag and starts throwing bottles of vodka into it, which is important for very end of the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like there's no bodies anywhere because uh, they they vaporized attempt, right? attempted to fix the consistency here i think of like yeah. everybody's vaporized and yet they're like all commenting like oh like it must have been a massacre out here <laughs> yeah. why would you assume that like maybe there are thousands <laughs> of people like doing exactly what you did for the last four days like i don't know <laughs> so then um so they start kind of gathering some things together uh yeah they grab a map from like a takeout menu or something i don't know yeah which sure fine (laughs) uh and then this is the moment where joel kinnaman's character had his harshest of accents and i was like Mm -hmm. what one what accent is that two yeah you have an accent (laughs) three (laughs) it disappears after the scene and four it's just like it's not good whatever accent it's supposed to be (laughs) yeah oh abysmal yeah it's like very brutal it's like what why wouldn't you just redo that and be like hey you know what why don't we do this again with no accent (laughs) and then it does its classic uh fade to black (laughs) yep and scene and scene (laughs) it's a this is when they say the obvious from earlier like it's a big city there's got to be more people out there sure like narrator there wasn't <laughs> like it's it's empty still <laughs> it's, it's very much empty um so then they they head outside they're on the moscow streets here kind of roaming around um empty streets except for mcdonald's ad that is kind of front and center um, <laughs> love it loving that <laughs> dust um and the gang's mm. kind of walking around. Um, then they start running around. There's cars littering the sh- litter the streets. It's kind of just abandoned. Yep. Everyone's obviously it's kind of post-apocalyptic moment now. Yep. Um, and then they're like kind of heading down an alley, and then now to another empty street. Uh, yep. And then they hear a noise, and this is where they come across some old lady who's yeah. bricking, <laughs> who's bricking like, up her windows. The ghosts are gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Just so it happens, happens, just so happens, they caught her with the last two layers of bricks to go. Um, and basically, speaking yeah. Russian to four people who don't really speak Russian except for Joel Kinnaman's character, who mm-hmm. we're not sure if he's supposed to be Russian or not. Um, she kind of loads, unloads a lot of exposition for at least us because we can see the, the subtitles. Um, yeah, basically, basically, tell them they're all gonna die. Yep, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, like it's, it's moving along. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 not though. That's like it's already dragging. We're pro- they're probably like this, we're probably ten minutes into the movie. <laughs> um, well, yeah, this is well, this is probably a little bit longer than that. But like, we're probably like around twenty minute mark. But I would say after this like moment, like the thirty minute mark on, it just starts dragging, and it's just so boring. it's painful. It's painful. Um, so then, but the pop- just- podcast won't be. <laughs> No way. We're going to keep, we're keeping it lively. Hopefully. Um, so then they're just running around Russia. Right. And they're totally lost. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, and they like come to a bridge that's broken and like, there's a, a bridge that destroyed it. I think a boat, yeah, a boat, a boat ran into the bridge right in the middle and just, yeah, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> uh, and then like the, uh, finally, um, at one point here, I, I don't know if we're quite here, there yet, but the, uh, Annie, who we don't know mm-hmm. her name at this point. We still um, don't know. Nope. Again, the only one like talking any kind of reason 
uh, in this. She's like, well, this crew doesn't exactly inspire confidence. <laughs> a lot of doubt. Good call. <laughs> Great call. Yeah. Yeah. While well, they're all like hovering over like a, a menu, a map from a takeout oh. menu. <laughs> so irritating. <laughs> um, but then uh, her friend, um, she says, well, it's all they've got. So we might as well stick together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they are still running around an empty city. Mm hmm. Um, and then they, is this, is this red square? Maybe hard to say. It looks like it, it's a pretty, whatever the famous square is in Russia or Moscow. This is it. Uh, yeah, let's ask our Russian listeners. Send us an email. Yeah, let us if know. you're not upset and didn't turn that off already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us know. What square is this? It looks beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. We should go to Moscow. Absolutely. ITMT does, does Moscow. Um, we're so, St. Petersburg guy, but yeah, definitely. Uh, so they, um, yeah, so there's a, just a cop car sitting in the middle of the square. Right. And they, just, they decide to make a run for it, uh, Ben well, and Sean. Be, they decide to make a run for it because he said, because Ben, I think it's Ben that says, or it could be Sean, uh, the cop matter. car will have a better map. Why? Why, why would you assume that? Is that a known fact that Russian cops carry maps around? Yeah, like, I, I think maybe... <laughs> Go breaking into uh, like a convenience store or like a you know, yeah, any like a, anywhere else. A tourist shop would probably have a map. So somebody's house, I don't know. Like, <laughs> but a, cop a lot car. of options. Yeah. yeah, no, the cop car will have a better map. Yeah, the and one, like, the one by itself, this, sitting alone, and <laughs> yeah, says it so matter of factly. Just like, oh, of course. Why? Like, this is a common movie trope. <laughs> the <laughs> cop cars always have maps. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, then they like they grab a crowbar out of the cop car once they get to it. Yeah, which which I they was... use to pry open the trunk. I was like, "What are in Russian cop cars?" <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I'll tell you. There's three things. There's crowbars. There's maps mm-hmm. and AK-47s in the trunk. <laughs> right. That makes sense. <laughs> According to this movie. So, mm-hmm. um, so they're in. This, so Ben and Sean, who, by the way, I still don't think we know their names yet. Or have heard their names, but nope. I didn't think nope. so. So they're by the car, they're grabbing supplies, pop the trunk, whatever, find a map, or I think they do, right? They mm-hmm. tell the other three to go hide. So Skylar, um, Anne, and uh, Annie, or whatever, and um, Natalie, you know, go mm-hmm. hide. All of which we don't know anyone's character's name except for Skylar. Right. They pop the trunk, some supplies, AK 47s are in there. Uh, and then there's like a dog barking in the middle of the square. And then it's like, this is straight from the trailer dogs barking, dogs barking. And then all of a sudden, you just Poof, dusted, dusted pooch. Yeah, ruthless. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ruthless. Um, and then the alien starts moving towards uh, towards our, our our guys here, right? Yeah, I mean, like, unbelievably, they did find that map, right? Like, the and with, but, I mean, we you talked about it, but like, you didn't describe it. It's like a, it's like an not like an atlas. It's like a yearbook that you put a map. <laughs> like, it's a big, it's a huge hardcover book, <laughs> right? Like, why would you make it this way? I don't know. Like. Sorry, I'm I'm hung up on it. It's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, one um, of one of many things. So, so they scream at the girls to get inside because the alien's inside. coming for them. Right. Um, didn't realize there was an inside there. <laughs> I, I didn't to either. Get into. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. But okay, sure. Why not? Uh, and then the aliens kind of slowly moving towards him, and we get an alien vision again, which is really yep. really bad. Um, we get a sense yep. of like it just everything is white noise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like creeping towards the car and they're trying to really bend te- build tension here and it's really not working all that well. And it hovers nope. over the car. So this is from the trailer too. It's hovering over the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But the two of them decide to climb underneath it. I think Emil Hirsch's character is like, well, because it's something yeah. to do, right? And it's like first they were sitting like behind it and like peeking out of it regularly, and then yeah. they were like, let's let's slide under it. And somehow the aliens can't see uh, through or around or under the cars. <laughs> like yeah, there's no way to know. Apparently, if you're the alien, <laughs> no humans here. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, like. Nailed it. <laughs> Guess we're good. Yeah. Um, and then they, as the alien gets closer to the car, like the car starts lighting up, the headlights go off, like, you know, the, the sirens kind of go off and everything else. Right. Yep. Um, and, and then it just, it kind of moves on. Yep. <laughs> going to do alien stuff, I guess. Yep, I guess going to just go do more alien stuff. Uh, and then the thing is invisible. Speaking of, uh, I was going to say, yeah sorry go ahead no no i was gonna say like the thing is invisible kind of yep. right um yep. and they're like oh is it gone he's like yeah i think so <laughs> yeah like half the time it's invisible half the time it's very visible so yeah <laughs> i don't know what's real anymore uh what i was gonna say was uh speaking of go do some weird alien stuff hmm. uh i think this is probably our cue to go do some weird alien stuff and, and stop the episode for, <laughs> yeah, this feels like a solid, uh, part one wrapping up. So we have, yeah. uh, so we have, you know, a lot of aliens, we got electricity stuff, a lot of problems there. Um, right now we got the gang of five kind of hanging out and we believe red square. Yeah. Um, and at this moment, once they, once that happens, I think it just kind of fades out to black again. Um, yep. which is perfect like for us. Th- three quarters of the movie left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to end there. So, uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back on Thursday with part two. Uh, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at it's this meets that and we're ITMT pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or if you're feeling old fashioned, you can send us an email, uh, at it's this meets that at gmail.com. And as always, you can find all of our episodes at it's this meets that.com. 